Welcome everyone to Legends Territory. Scotty Braun, AJ Pruszynski, and Johnny Damon in the house. Now, Legends Lounge has been around for about a year and a half, and everything that you've gotten from Legends Lounge is back with you with a slightly different name, Legends Territory. We'll interview some of the top names in the game, retired players, every single week. And we start with Johnny. Johnny, great to see you. The two-time All-Star, two-time World Series champ, entrepreneur, legend in Boston and many other spots. And maybe most importantly, as AJ will probably say, grew up right here in Orlando with Mr. Pierzynski. Yeah, first of all, wait, have you retired officially yet? <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. I never signed my papers. Me neither. But... So we can, we, let's make a comeback. <laughs> we can make a comeback. I'm trying. I'm playing for Savannah Bananas every now and then and not getting any hits. Um, did get a walk that I had to sprint down to first base and try to go as far as I can before everyone touched the ball. So it's been fun. I'm going to join them a couple more times this year. Did you make it to like first? Did you make it to first? Barely. <laughs> 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 no, those guys are fun. So it's uh, um, great for baseball. And uh, also the uh, faster uh, games in Major League Baseball is a yeah. great thing. Like we always hated those four to five hour games and we had them all the time playing for the Red Sox and the Yankees because, uh, you know, we had polished hitters. We can uh, spit on those tough pitches and uh, create that pitch count. Did you guys bitch about that when you were with those ball clubs? Like, oh, here we go. Yankees, Red Sox, going to be four and a half hours. I know it was fun. Yeah. Did it feel that long when you were playing? Yes, it did. And there was nothing <laughs> we could do about it because it's all the uh, – um, it's all the TV money, all the commercials, and also all the pitching changes. And uh, uh, let's get a lefty up for uh, Big Poppy and um, vice versa with the Yankees. But with, with the Yankee lineup, it didn't matter what they threw, lefties or righties. We were out there thumping people. I noticed you didn't say they brought, got up a lefty for you. Ah, I hit lefties all day long, too. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's why, uh, you know, after I left New York, the lineup changed every single day because uh, – the guys that we had, myself, Matsui, and Kano, we could hit uh, righties and lefties. And when Matsui and I went, that lineup changed every single day. So it made it a little bit tough, and especially during the postseason, why they run into uh, tough times. Which fan base is nicest to you when you come across them? Uh, they're both great. I mean, I went out there. I played the game the right way. Uh, they respected the hustle. They respect the championships. And, you know, I'm getting – to the Boston area quite a bit, um, doing a few things for their team at times, and the Yankees still call me. So I just – I'm one of those guys who are loved and hated everywhere I went. So uh, <laughs> there's definitely a lot of love out there, and uh, but that's um, testament to the way I play the game. Is that Oakland? Oh, they love me in Oakland. They, <laughs> they were just hoping they could have kept me in Oakland, but me being a uh, um, East Coast guy. No, you were a Moneyball star, dude. I was a Moneyball star, but Major League Baseball like kind of just threw my name in there. I I would have thought there would be some kickback, yeah, like, right, some cash or a little bit at least with uh, Beaver Pitch. I'm getting about twenty dollars a year. That's free money. Free that, money. Every year that check comes, Michelle is like, "Ching, twenty bucks." Yes. <laughs> yeah, but I get uh, stuck watching the movie, so uh, every time I see it on, let's say ten times a year, I'm. I'm watching it, you know, waiting for like the glory days, the sweetest ass in the league um, quote. So uh, it takes a lot of time out of my day. So 20 bucks for the year, it needs to probably jump up to about 40. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you <Double>. turned <laughs> when you heard the line. You forget yeah. the line. <laughs> so they didn't ask for your permission, though, for. 
nope. Moneyball or anything? Any involvement? Nothing? No, I believe it was uh, Major League Baseball. Um, they signed off on it so they could do whatever they want. But, uh, you know, I thought it turned out great. You know, at the end they said, well, Johnny Damon took his Moneyball um, um, ways to Boston, and mm-hmm. therefore they won a World Series after 86 years. But, you know, when you have Pedro and Schilling and um, Bronson Arroyo, Derek Lowe, um, Keith Falk, I mean, Big Poppy, our whole team. I mean, we all um, played the game the right way, and we uh, somehow got lucky coming back three games. You forgot Millar. Millar was a oh, huge part oh, of that. Oh, Millar was him, huge. He'll call, yes. and, yes. he'll call you and say, you forgot me. Oh, yeah, the big walk <laughs> Millar had, yes, yes. And gave way to Dave Roberts. Thank yep. you, Kevin, for that big walk. And, uh, you know, Dave Roberts, what a, what a great um, teammate. Yeah. Great manager, too. Great yeah, guy to talk to. Absolutely. What do you think about the A's situation currently? Well, we've been talking about it for a long time, that Vegas would be a great spot. And Vegas definitely needs to have a baseball team. I mean, the place is absolutely booming. Um, with them getting the uh, Oakland Raiders, um, it's a matter of time unless their uh, city officials can somehow work out a deal. But it seems like it's um, – not really that important. It seems like it's kind of on the back burner, but I could be wrong. But I know a lot of politics plays into it, so we'll just have to see. Well, how was your time in Oakland? What do you remember? Because they haven't changed the ballpark at all. Oh, <laughs> I love my time in Oakland. You know, I was playing for Kansas City. We weren't winning. So um, they put me in a winning situation, and I found out how to play winning baseball, playing with Giambi and playing with all those young guys. I felt like I was um, in a college frat house. And (laughs) I finally started having fun in baseball because in Kansas City, it seems like the first couple of years, if you uh, struggle, you're always looking over your shoulder thinking that you may be shipped to Omaha or whatnot. But uh, unfortunately, I put together some great years in Kansas City, which warranted me getting traded. And uh, what I remember about Oakland was – I lived in Pleasanton, and I always took my skateboard to the ballpark. You know, I went to the BART system, took my skateboard, and then uh, rode it the rest of the way to the Coliseum. It's a long, it's a long way from the BART to the Coliseum. Well, good workout. Well, well, not when you have a skateboard. That's true. That's smart. That was before electric scooters and all yeah, that. You guys yeah, have for now. sure. Hoverboards. Yeah, yeah, the longboards. I still ride all the time because I can make up a lot of ground like the old skateboards that I had like Tony Hawks and stuff they really don't go as fast as those longboards so I take the longboard around I can't carry my son anymore he's too big I used to carry him when he was a little man but he's a big man now with big muscles so. <laughs> was he six he's six yeah yeah, yeah. yeah huge <laughs> that's enough. it lost him um how's life now like have you ever thought about getting much more involved in the game again? Or you like what you're doing, obviously, an entrepreneur and, and doing a lot of appearances all over uh, the country? Yeah, I really like what I'm doing. I always thought I wanted to be a manager because I knew how to um, get people to get along and go out there and play. And uh, I was always that guy in the clubhouse that uh, kept everything uh, um, calm. And that's a lot of time you have to put together i mean these managers uh um yeah i i thought so i might want to get back into it when my uh, son gets a little bit older but right now i'm having fun Uh, my kids are young and yeah i like what i'm doing i like 
what my team is doing with the uh, A-game brand. Hell yeah, baby. Yeah. Here yeah. we go. Yeah. Love it. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> so we're enjoying it. It's a uh, tough market to get in. Competitive as hell, right? It sure is. But adding a guy like Bo Jackson to your team and adding uh, a guy like Tyler Adams, who's the uh, men's national uh, captain for soccer, and uh, he plays for Leeds United. So we locked him up. Uh, we're doing a lot of great things and uh, locking up a few uh, influencers. And uh, hopefully one of these days uh, – Everyone can try it, but um, at least it's a great tasting. A lot of times you uh, try a couple of drinks out there that are new. They don't quite have that great taste, and uh, it's a great name. You always have to bring your A game, so I'm all for it. I've got an influencer for you sitting next to him. Yeah, I don't yeah. understand why. On social he, won't media. Sign, he won't sign me. I, I've been <laughs> he won't to, sign me up, though. And it's your hometown guy. <laughs> I've been trying to up. talk to him for a while, so we just have to um, – lock up the contracts because that's what was keeping us um from locking people up for some time but i mean all the sheets of paper i have at home who i want you're at the top of the let's go <laughs> and I, mean, also, I, I mean i only live like two yeah. miles from you yeah and i also, only see you about once a year though which is the funny part <laughs> johnny and i people that don't know we went to high school together kind of grew up together he's way older than me though so yep turning uh, 50 this year yeah exactly see <laughs> Uh, but we literally see each other maybe twice a year. Once at his golf tournament and once at a somewhere random. Yep. And then we try to get together at least once a year and do something. Yeah. But usually it ends poorly. Yeah. So why are you guys I've playing? No, because no, no, because we end up I don't know, we end up doing karaoke at his house till late. And <laughs> the next day is a is a is a hurt fest. So um but no, it just it's always hard because he's doing stuff, I'm doing stuff. It's hard to get and he's got, you know got eight kids and i got kids and just running around like it's hard to line up schedules yeah, it so is. describe to me you can reverse it you how was aj growing up what was what was a young aj Pruszynski like in the orlando area and then oh, aj can yeah. bite back oh aj oh, he was nice i was an asshole it's easy no, it's <laughs> go, ahead. Simple. go ahead <laughs> he, that's what he's gonna say i know exactly what he's gonna say i don't yeah. know john that's pretty nice man. no man aj was great with us because we were the older kids if he would have talk smack with us we probably would have beat beat him down so uh <laughs> no but he uh no he was a uh, great kid to us he um, had a great bat we knew he was going to be a good catcher uh, you know we probably should have caught when i was a senior but we also had some pretty good catchers on the team at the time but he learned and uh unfortunately i never won a uh, high school championship like no we didn't win you didn't win we so didn't it win was either. a year after you when, it was two when, years after two, when the team wasn't as good, right? Yeah, well, he didn't have big leaguers on that team. I'm no, assuming two years no. later. Well, we did have a uh, big league manager, right? No, Marmol's the older, younger than that. Ollie. Uh, yeah. He was no, he wasn't on that team. He okay. Was, he was like two thousand one ish. Oh, really? Wow. Ollie's they have a guy that works for Scott Boris on that yeah. team, though. Who? Matt McClendon. Yeah. He works for Scott Boris now. Yeah. So we had a strong team. My. Uh, Senior year, everybody on the team got a uh, college scholarship or got drafted. So we were uh, we were tell, good back in the day. Tell the story because I don't think know that Scott knows this about your first at bat your senior year at Lake Brantley. Yeah, my first tell, at bat. Tell that story, please. Um, comes on the uh, announcement. Here comes Johnny Damon, the number one player in the country. <laughs> That's no pressure. Yeah, <laughs> imagine that. That's what the PA person. The PA yeah. guy said it. Yeah, yeah, but it's. How do it's you cool. Say that, well, though, as an announcement, like he, they don't do that in the bigs. Here comes Shohei Otani, top player in the game. No pressure. <laughs> well, 
he was right. I, you know, I struggled my senior year, um, but you know, my a- attributes, what I had, I could hit, I could run, I could field. Um, Can't throw. Well, I throw better than uh, the guy, your old teammate who went to New York, Swishlish. Oh. Like, I'm like, how can people like rag on my arm and uh, Swish gets away with it because he can talk his way out of it. So, uh, but, uh, but, but anyways, I hit the cutoff, man, you know, and, Dude, I, tell and I was still. fast. I tell kids that still get the ball, the cutoff, man, let them throw it. Just one time Manny, Manny was the cutoff man though. Yeah. yeah. Manny was supposed to be uh, backing me up uh, to center field. But if you can see Bill Miller was about ready to take that one hop make a throw but here comes manny the first time he dives all year long <laughs> happens to be on a play it turns out to be a uh, inside the park grand slam for uh uh knee house new house yeah yes yeah so yeah, thank won. you manny <laughs> you got him back though right uh, at the reunion yeah but that didn't count you know it's, it's like, yeah so it counted in the game but guess what we came back and won the world series that year so you know, we were able to uh, laugh it off. But the funniest thing was after the play, Manny kind of goes, like, walks slowly to center because we take Pedro out of the game and Trot Nixon walks over and he has his face covered and he's just laughing his ass. I'm going, what the heck was Manny doing? <laughs> um, so, uh, man, Trout was a great teammate, a gamer, but such a nice guy. Like, people – he looks like an ass, right? He's nice. He's yeah, he's nice as heck. He's he's the best, and I love playing beside him for four years. It was fantastic. What was the clubhouse like in 03, 04? Was this was it as I guess like wild and pratty as well it's described? Yeah, well, definitely brought a lot of the Oakland characteristics uh, with me to Boston, and so it was you. Um, yeah, the first year was. Uh, it was me every day. That was before Millar got there. I mean, fortunately, we had Ricky Henderson, Carlos Bayerga. Um, these guys had a great time always, but trying to get the guys up because there were still uh, thoughts of we're never going to win, kind of um, we're cursed. And it's, I don't like to think that way. I mean, we, we, we had no control over what happened years before and all those tough losses and – I saw Daryl Strawberry the other day, and I thanked him for winning with the Mets in 86 to make my World Series uh, more important <laughs> in Red Sox Nation. So, and it happened. To, I wore number 18 because of Daryl Strawberry, and 18 years after the Mets won, um, we won our championship. So I was um, very happy. It happened to be 86 years, the, the 1986 Mets. So I, I don't know. I, I like numbers. Oh, well. I uh, I asked you, I don't know if you remember this, when you, because we used to work out at, at, you know, around here together when he signed with Boston. Yeah, you used to work out. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I said to him, I said, why, this is after, obviously, after Oakland, I said, why, why Boston? Like, they're ne- you're never going to win there. And then, Did you say that to him? Yeah, I'm like, why Boston? Yeah. You're never going to win because. Honest. They honestly, had never that's won. That's his best characteristic. And, I said, Johnny, I said, yeah. and he's like, well, they gave me the most money, won, and I think we can win. And I said, well, they've never, haven't won and at the time. It was like 85 years. I'm like, you really think you're going to? And then three years later, no four, they they went out and did it. And I mean, yeah, legendary. Obviously, down three zero to the Yankees, come back. I, that's what I want to know about is you're down three zero. Are you doing naked pull ups and yeah in the clubhouse? I I still do them. You know, well, <laughs> Michelle, I'm so sorry, Michelle, if you're out there listening. Well, um, well, what came about the naked pull ups is we had one of the smallest training rooms oh, yeah. um, 
And so we had a tub, we had two tables, and we had our weights um, in the same area about this size. So I would get in the tub and waiting. I have wet shorts on and waiting to get on the table to get taken care of. I uh, wanted to take my shorts off and try to get guys out of the clubhouse. So if they saw my butt and my other stuff, they would <laughs> they would get out quicker than uh, normal. So it worked out. Better thing. Giambi's thong, the golden thong, oh, yeah. where you were doing naked pull-ups. Oh, boy. I got a number of hits with that golden thong. So uh, You did. Um, oh, yeah. I I needed it a few times, you know. If, so would you wear it under your uniform? Um, or you just wear it in BP? Or where would no, you, wear you would wear it during the game. Ooh. Yeah. Who's a gamer? Yeah. So, I mean, if you need hits, you do whatever it takes. True. People don't understand that. Is that thing in the Hall of Fame or something? It should be. It yeah. should be, right? Does he still <laughs> yeah. have it, you think? You know, I'm sure he does. Yeah. It's like <laughs> It'd be a scavenger worth hunt. See if we can find it. Get Giambi on your NASCAR. If yeah, the... we can. So give me, what what's the craziest story you remember from that time period that, especially back then, might not have been like, oh, I'm going to share this with the media, but we're pretty far removed from it. Well, you know, it's Kevin Millar who shared everything with the media. So I always look at the clubhouse, like what happens here stays here. But mm-hmm. uh you know, after we were down 3-0 to the Yankees, uh, we had a um, rain out. So it's a good thing we could line up our pitching a little bit better. But beating the Yankees four straight games it was going to be a tough task. And I'm not sure how many times they lost four games in a row that year. But uh, we all didn't want to be done and start taking our kids to school. We wanted to prolong this, uh, this playoff. And, uh, you know, we started drinking or – taking shots of Jack Daniels before the game. We had nothing to lose. And uh, then we went on and won eight straight. <laughs> Did a shot before every game. So uh, we Like had, a toast with the whole team? Yeah. Or, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Toasted with the whole team. Mm-hmm. And Does that help? everybody did it. Yeah. Almost got Francona fired after the <laughs> season. But, uh, um, yeah, so um, – Kevin started letting the media know that, and Frank Kona almost lost his job. He was no. like, he's, he's like, Kevin, you can't tell people what, what we're doing in the clubhouse. So, um, fortunately, Tito stayed, won another championship with him. So, uh, um, I was fortunate to play with a lot of great managers, for he sure. Was, he was, There's no way he was going to get fired well, after you guys won. So, if we – If you guys would have lost, then maybe there would have – because then in 11, remember the chicken and beer? Yeah. The whole thing? Yep. For sure. Where they blew and then he ended up leaving and going to Cleveland. But there's no way. You guys well, just won the World Series. And you're adults. I mean, yeah, well, that it's doesn't not matter. A, it doesn't it, matter. Well, is it, there a rule that says you can't take a shot in the clubhouse or no, something? Unwritten rule. Unwritten rule. Okay. Yeah. But it's not a real rule. But in 03, if we would have beat the Yankees and go to the World Series, Grady Little was still going to get fired. And Grady is like the best that I've ever been around. He's just an incredible manager but he was going to get fired Why? regardless even um, if you won the world series yeah yeah no yeah way. Be- because of how he looked at the uh the charts he really it's like okay get a lefty up in this situation grady is a great baseball man he he didn't need to read scouting reports he liked to read the player's heart and the way we went about our game so he would dump those in the trash um whenever uh he felt necessary so the, you're telling me that if you guys win in 03, if Aaron Boone doesn't hit the home run, you guys beat the Marlins. Good chance. Gosh. Yeah, good chance. Can you imagine there would have been a revolt? Well, 
Maybe another revolution if. Uh... Yeah, but the media knows how to yeah, spin things as well. Do you think it was then the Pedro? Obviously, the Pedro thing happened. Mm-hmm. Was that the chart or was that Grady? Um, well, was that Theo or well, Grady? Well, <laughs> well, Pedro wanted the ball, and Grady's saying this is a Hall of Famer, and he says he's good. He wants the ball because we also went into that year without a uh, closer, so uh, we had you know um, Mike Timlin, Scott Williamson, Embry. We had qualified guys who we could put in at the time, but no designated closer. So a lot of nights it was a flip of the coin, lefty-righty coming up. Um, do we want to bring the sinker baller in or the lefty with a nasty sidearm action or the guy who throws 98? So it was a uh, difficult year, difficult offseason for sure. If I didn't get that concussion playing against uh, – Oakland that year, I mean, I was probably the hottest hitter on the team um, then, and then that concussion just knocked me out. And I came back after, uh, I think, game three in 2003 and just was tired. After the first inning, I was spent and uh, probably should have been out a good six weeks, but that's what I play the game for is playoff time and trying to win a championship. So, um, Show your rings, dude. Show them. Oh. Yeah. Show those things. You got up. a camera. What these bad boys? Let's <laughs> go. Oh. <laughs> so, there are not too many guys that have a Yankee and a Red Sox ring. Yeah, yeah, not many. I guess Babe Ruth and I were the only starters. There's a couple coaches, and I know Eric Hensky um, has a ring for both sides. Romero Mendoza actually won with the uh, Red Sox in 04, even though he uh, didn't pitch much that yeah, year. I forgot he was on that team. Yeah. Yeah. So, what do Yankee and Red Sox fans, I guess, have? in common and and what was very different for you when you were playing? Okay. Well, I like to explain it like this. Uh, Red Sox fans, they invite you to dinner every single night. So when they're eating dinner, they have the TV on, I would say uh, 70% of of the people, I would say in New York, probably 20% of the fans um, turn you on and watch, but there's definitely a lot more. There's a lot more going on in New York. So you can tend walk down the street a little bit easier in New York. You have your uh, actors, actresses, models, all the sport teams, hockey, basketball, baseball, football. football. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah. you also had your short hair. Uh, yeah. Yankee, so you could hide. If you would have had the long hair and the beard. That was right, a big York, change. It would yeah. have stood out. And Scott thinks, and we're going to, we'll ask you this, but Scott's going to ask you about the facial policy for the Yankees. Okay. What did you think of it? I'm okay with it. If someone's going to pay you a lot of money, I mean, you've got to listen to your boss. And it seems like uh, our whole culture doesn't want to listen to their bosses anymore. <laughs> like People are tweeting out, I don't want to go back into the office. My boss is a jerk. Okay, you're fired. So, <laughs> so uh, I, I kind of like that. You, you have to be uh, accountable for things. And if they have a policy to have no facial hair, then – you abide by it. I mean, they were paying me $13 million a year. Was I going to say, no, I'm leaving <laughs> and going home? Yeah. Well, what, what's you the knew line, going into it. What if they said, our uniforms are just thongs, golden thongs, and you have to shave your head. You can't have any hair on your entire body. Like, where? what would have been the line? Um, I would have shaved my hair. $13 and, million and, dollars a year. I mean, I would have wore, <laughs> I would have wore a golden thong. You know, I would have been... Uh, 
basically the New York yeah, chip. Yeah, right? New York chip yeah. and Yeah. I would have done it. $13 million a year? Hell yeah. I would have been like, whatever you guys want. Oh, it's bald head? Okay. What did Rowdy do last night? <laughs> I'm like, you, you, can, you can watch an episode with yeah. Rowdy on, on oh. foul territory. Um, okay, so if you were commissioner for the day now, and it, it can be rules, it can be business, how players are marketed, literally, you can go anywhere. What would you do as commissioner, or as I often like to call it, really CEO? of baseball because that's how the job is nowadays well i kind of do like the new rules even though i thought the uh um pitch clock was a waste but seeing how much quicker these games are i have to retract from what i believed in i also thought putting a guy on second base in extra innings was a bad idea but mikey Lowell talked to me and said well do you want to play an 18 inning game possibly i'm like no so it quickens that up. It saves your pitchers. Um, I like the bigger bases. Um, you know, it it makes it safer for the shortstops and second basemen as well because I always came down the line and had to um, tell them that I'm coming, you know, and just let them know you better get up before I break <laughs> up this double play. And, you know, fortunately, I only heard a couple people. But uh, what's the other rule? Uh, the shift restrictions. Uh, you know, whatever they want to do. I know the batting averages are going to go up. I like the fact pitchers can't throw over more than three times, is it? Yeah. Yeah. So Twice, that, and then third time you got to get them or you get the next base. So. Oh, wow. Okay. So that could have been a couple more. How many would you bases. get now? How many stolen well, bases do you think you could get? Well, now? can they step to third and go first? No. Nope. Oh, so that's if that's the case, I probably would have had another 150. So per year, that's about another ten or so. Yeah. Um, yeah another, another ten. What yeah. was your career high? Do you remember? Uh, Forty-six was my career high. Okay. And then so you could have pulled off which maybe is a what sixty. Yeah. Um, that was two thousand. Oh, when you were young. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that year I would have pulled off sixty if Ray Sanchez didn't swing at every pitch that uh, <laughs> was coming no in across chance. the plate. So, you were trying to steal second or third? Um, when I was trying to steal second. Okay. Yeah, I I hardly mess with going to third because. You look horrible if the pitcher does the inside move and you're like, son of a gun. Yeah. So, like, that's the worst feeling. Is he allowed to go to second base now? Yeah, same oh. thing. Same rule. Okay, yep. same rule. You only get two. Okay. So, if he gets the two and then the third one, if he if he doesn't pick you off, you get the next base. See how much I'm paying attention right <laughs> now? I'm, I'm like a, a playoff type of guy. And, like, basketball, don't watch a game during the season and then watch it now. Um, yeah. Yeah. You got, too, Hockey. you got too many kids, dude. You got That's the problem. Yeah, dude. you're busy. Well, and yeah. like you said, kids. you're not coaching in the game, so yeah. you're not obligated to watch. Golf initially. tournaments you play in? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm enjoying golf. I just wish I could hit it as far Dude, as Dude, you're left-handed. Yeah, but I, my drives go straight 90% of the time. It's only 260. I, I have a left-handed driver now that I can hit 310, 320. You're left-handed. Yeah, but it goes straight like 30% of the time. I would rather... The ball you should playable. drive the ball right-handed and play your irons left-handed. I'll, I'll think of something. <laughs> like, thanks, AJ. We play yeah. golf a lot of times, and I'm always like, dude, use my clubs. Because you hit left-handed, yeah. he plays golf right-handed. I'm like, dude, try just try my club. Please. All right. I'll, I'll start practicing a little bit, but I don't have time to practice. Yeah, he doesn't have time. <laughs> Wait, I want to I go back to Ray Sanchez. Did you tell him, like, hey, dude, can you take a few pitches so I can steal 60? Well, yeah, but his whole thing is he wanted to put the ball in play, and he had his career year hitting behind me. So um, that's one thing I could say. Everyone who hit in front of me and behind me, they always had their career years, maybe except 
like my last year or something. But um, yeah, even in Tampa, I definitely made people be- better around me, uh, whether it's taking all the pitches or getting them in scoring position. Uh, yeah, it was a fun run. What was your career year in your mind? Um, 2000 was my career year. I uh, hit, I think, 16 homers, 88 RBIs, 46 bags, 136 runs from the leadoff spot. At least you don't know. Your yeah, number. right. Well, he's a I, numbers I think, guy. I know. I think um, I, I had really good years in, well, in Boston. He had a lot New of York. good years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 327, by the way, just FYI. Three, mm. He had 327 that year. Oh, did I? Yeah. Oh, nice. Which year? Um, 2000. 2000. Batting averages don't really win your games. I mean, when guys are on base, driving them in and scoring them. So uh, got to score a lot of the runs. I wanted to play a couple more years. I wanted to uh, try to climb in that top 10 run scored, but, you know. What you had, 2,800 hits? Um, yeah, just shy of it. But, you know, Moneyball got me out. Started looking at your age, start seeing your career path. And it's like, well, we could pay uh, – these two young guys or three young guys who can play two or three different positions to replace uh, aging outfielder DH. So yeah, Moneyball got me twice. Yeah, true. Yeah. Dude, I'm mad at you because you could have if you would have got you had 27, 69 hits. Yeah. So if you could have got 231 more. Yeah. We could have gone to the Hall of Fame together. Yeah, we. You could have gone. Yeah. I would have invited me. Watch you give me a speech. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> said, you sure? You sure about Boston? <laughs> well, well, that's why we are in the Dr. Phillips Hall of Fame together. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes. The Panthers. I mean, there's a lot of talent that uh, went through Dr. Phillips. I mean, Clinton Haha Dix. We had Joey Fatone, Louis Fonzi. Yeah. Uh, Wayne Brady. Wayne Brady. Yeah. And uh, Danny Maselli, Brian Barber. Yeah. There's oh Matt Milano, yeah yeah yeah. Do you feel like you should have gotten more All Star games? Oh absolutely. I'm looking at the stats. I'm like, how the <laughs> fuck did you only get two All Star uh, games? Check out in 2006 when the All Star game was in at Yankee Stadium, I was hitting 320 at the break, leading the league and run scored perhaps, and you know they took five or six other Yankees because that's what they do. And the same uh, dudes. Yeah. Well, as usual. No, that was. Oh, six was in Pittsburgh because I was at that. Oh, okay. So it must have been seven. I think it was. No, it was 2008, actually. 2008. It was yeah. the last year. Yeah. That so was 2008. We didn't make the playoffs that year, but I was definitely the better player on our team. 303, 375 on base, 461 slug. Yeah. And plus, you don't get the. Uh, 29 stolen bags. I, I don't get the Boston votes because I left for New York, and I don't get the Japanese votes because uh, Ichiro. Great player, but he got voted in every single year. So we, no matter what, yeah, no matter what. So it definitely made it tougher for us outfielders, and of course the the corner outfielders. You got like guys like Sheffield hitting forty home runs a year, and uh, Jermaine Dye had a couple uh, great all stars. So yeah, it's it's tough for an outfielder for sure. But now it's a little bit easier. How many players go to the all star game? Way more. So back then it was twenty five or twenty six. Sounds like half the league goes. Yeah, Yeah. and a lot of guys. Not a lot, but there's plenty of no-shows. Yeah. What was it, like two years ago, half the Astros didn't go that were nominated. I wonder why. Mm. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> we, I think we've got to be the first two high school teammates that uh, were voted in by the fans. Yeah. Might 2002, be the only... both voted in. No, no, 2002. Two for the, he was the first extra guy. In yeah. 2006, I was the extra, the fan vote guy. Fan, yep. So we have to be the only yeah. ones, I would assume. And in 2002, I had a great start of the season. So for me to get – 
voted in. I, I, I should have been voted in by the fans, but, you know, when you don't open your mouth as much or you don't really care too much, I actually loved having those four days off during the uh, All-Star <laughs> break. Um, I know in 2004, I didn't make the All-Star game, so my wife and I went to uh, Cabo because we opened in Anaheim right afterwards. So we had a great time there as well. So I do like those uh, four days off, but uh, at the end of your career, you're going – you get penalized, like say for Hall of Fame um, balloting. Yeah. Like I got, um, I was off the very first year, and the numbers that I have blow away a lot of the guys who um, got in or who are going to get in soon. How many votes did you get? Oh uh, shoot, I got less than five percent, and I'm going okay. This, um, well, Johan Santana, two Cy Youngs, and he wasn't. Um, he didn't get enough votes to stay in, but. Who knows what would have happened? I mean, I feel like I could have um, kept climbing, but we'll see what the Veterans Committee says. And, you know, if it works out, it does. If not, you know, I'm still same dude. Yeah, and, I mean, like AJ said, um, with the Hall of Fame, uh, I mean, this is, in my mind, sometimes there's there's some votes, you know, that go to guys, especially with the, with the committees yep. that kind of, get evaluated differently, I would say. Well, right? yeah, think about those uh, voters who um, didn't um, vote for Griffey or the one that didn't vote for Jeter or, I mean, come on, like you want him to wait. A, he's not going to wait another year. Just get him, like now he looks bad. Now no one can trust uh, the voters out there. And I think that's uh, that's a shame, but uh, Jeter should have got every vote, Ken Griffey as well. He he said though you haven't retired yet. Nope, I haven't retired yet. That's what I'm saying. We can get a couple more votes in five years. Yeah, and then yeah, I mean you 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 got over two thousand hits, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, that's a lot for a catcher. My 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 thing is is I told these guys on foul territory, getting into the baseball hall of fame is next to impossible. Right. Yeah. Like you sit there and you look at the guys that get in, and then you say, well, how did this guy not get in? And then you put his numbers up against the guy that got in. Right. And a lot of it obviously is media driven. So you, oh, this guy was nicer to the media. And now the way the all-star game was decided is, was a, it, I liked it better when the manager got to pick the team yeah. and the fans getting, okay, the fans can get the starters fine. They get, they miss. Yeah. We got it. But then the players vote. Well, if you remember, yeah. you get a, you get a ballot in your locker and it's like a month before the all-star game. You don't get stats. You, there's teams you haven't played. There's guys you haven't seen. And they say, oh, go vote for the – and you're like, well, I don't know who's doing good. And you're guys- only focused on yourself. Exactly. How the hell do you know what's exactly. going on? Exactly. With some- I mean, you, you, you can face a dude, and he has an absolute series against you. And you're yeah. like, oh, that guy's an all-star. And meanwhile, he's not hitting shit against But you don't know else. that because you played him in April, and you don't, and you vote in like the end of – you vote yeah. in like June. Yeah. And you have no idea what they've done since because you haven't played them. And is everyone sitting down doing all of their homework? No. I yeah. doubt it. Dude, yeah. Some guys or are they ripping the Jack Daniels shots? Some guys need <laughs> to the PR guy and are like, here, fill this out for me. Yeah, so the excuses for me, not, not enough All-Star games. Um, and another excuse that they tried to throw on me was, oh, um, you played with some great players like Jeter, A-Rod, Giambi, Big Poppy. I was like, well, I'm a big reason why these guys – had big years as well. You know, I got on base. I scored runs for them. I made their job a lot easier. I opened up the holes when Derek Jeter went to do a hit and run or bunt me over or, or whatnot. So a lot of that stuff does not get 
seen, and that's like the sabermetrics stuff of the game. Like it doesn't read um, or like the wins above replacement. Like I can score from first base on any double in the outfield. Well, war doesn't factor that in. It doesn't factor in you hustling and breaking up a double play or hustling to stay out of a double play. So now you have a chance for Big Poppy to come up to hit that inning, you know. So if I jogged my entire career, I mean, all their careers would be less um, stat-wise. Yeah, 56.3 career war, though, is not too shabby. Yeah, it's not too shabby. But like I said, you can't really judge um, a guy scoring from, like, when he shouldn't be scoring or the heads-up plays, like, double steal or um or stealing two bases on one play yeah the world series yeah. yeah or or seeing how the shift is like i can hit away from the shift it's just what we do like we we knew how to control the bat from a very young age so a lot of times the shortstop would go towards the third baseline the third baseman would come up in case i would bunt second baseman would play in the first base hole so i would have up the middle and that's that's how i was successful off of uh, Doc Holiday because I know how nasty he is. So all I did was play Pepper up the middle, um, beat the shift, and he. I kept driving him crazy because I, I think I hit maybe four hundred off him. And not many people have. Um, who, how broke it, more, who broke more bats, you or I? Me, yeah. You think? Well, my strong hands, you know. When I <laughs> AJ said that the league forced him to tape Look, his bats. Because of you breaking all your bats, they made me put tape on my bat. Oh, man. I like it. Mandatory. So they, so they put tape. You can yes. see it right here. Absolutely. Well, hold on. Let's go this way. Right here on the bat. Because Johnny taught me in high school to break <laughs> so many bats, they would fly in half. So they did this so they wouldn't break in half and kill somebody well, in the stands. Well, didn't the maple bats, when they first came out, they were a lot stronger. But mm -hmm. uh, because they grew all these maple trees and they grow within, I, let's say, 10 years, they're not as strong as the first maples that came out. So, uh, but yeah, those bats would just fly, um, catch a ball off the end. <laughs> that thing's going to the pitcher. It, it was dangerous or even into the fans. How was your relationship with the media? You were mentioning, you were like, yeah, I don't want to give my entire life in the clubhouse away all the time. So especially with New York and Boston, you get in after a big game, whether it was something big happened or, you know, you guys yeah. didn't win. It was tough loss. You looking like, oh shit, here they come. I, I was great with the media. They all enjoyed me. I knew they had a job um, and accountability. I mean, um, they would always ask me after the game, "Why'd you lose?" And um, like, I should have got a hit in the first inning. Or they were asking me, um, "What do you think about Cano's era?" I'm like, "Why don't you go ask him?" Well, he's gone. I'm like, "Well." I don't know. I don't think he meant to um, make an error, or I don't think Vanity knew what he was doing when he dove and um, cut me off. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I was accountable. Still am to this day. Did you ever want to say something that you had to hold back? Do you remember any moments where you're like, oh, I wish I could just say like, Manny was kind of being an idiot at that point. And, hey, you know, it happens. Yeah. And he didn't even make anyone an expression with, afterwards. Anyone who played with Manny, and I played with Manny, can say Manny was being an idiot at some point. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I wish I could have been more honest about leaving Boston, like the big reason why. But, you know, it was something that you couldn't win with the Boston fans. Like when you don't have a contract offered to you and New York is the only other team that can sign you, and if New York moves on, Boston's the only team 
I'll sign a one-year deal with $5 million and leave all that on, on the table. So there's a lot that I wish I could have said, well, um, right here, yeah, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Well, here, you got your two rings in front yeah. of you, Yan- Yankees and Red Sox. Which one means more? Um, the Red Sox. I mean, you're, you're not going to be able to top that after 86 years. And the way we came back um, was awesome. But every World Series is important. And, you know, the Yankees haven't been back since they got rid of myself and Matt Suey. And it's like, it's not that easy replacing certain guys, you know, no. certain guys who are, are good in the clubhouse, who um, who's accountable, who takes the blame, who talks to the media, um, who doesn't celebrate after every hit, you know, like they do now. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah look at me, look at me. You know, Swish and Lish probably uh, started that, right? He's <laughs> like, yeah, Swish, we're, we're down 10-3 right now. But... <laughs> he didn't care. <laughs> well, great to see you. Yeah, great seeing you. Appreciate you stopping by, Johnny, yeah. and, and good luck with the venture. Thank yeah. you. Always Cheers. bring your A-game, people. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Sign me up. Yes. <laughs> Sign up, AJ. Foul Territory fans, listen up. Our friends at BetMGM are running an MLB Bet $10, get $100 instantly promo with the bonus code SPICYMLB. Here's how it works. Sign up and deposit at least $10 into your newly created account. Download the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android. Place a pre-game money line wager of at least $10 on any MLB team to win at standard odds price, and you will receive $100 in bonus bets instantly. If you sign up in Massachusetts or Ohio, you receive $200 in bonus bets. Use the bonus code SPICYMLB. 